boy wonder? I'm all man, lady. Welcome to Fireside. Welcome to Fireside, where we talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Fireflies. Stay tuned, man, he's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even the superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel Mama's power, Earth 2 with features. We need to listen by weekly, or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comment facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me is, um, uh, surprisingly enough, Mauer. Beep you, Menti. Beep Ooh, you. Jeez. Man, you've been away way too long. That was... <laughs> Beep you. Okay. Guys, it's Stephen Mauer. <laughs> Listen, it's it's been a long month. Uh, I'm uh, the war-tattered Mr. Mauer. You know, Thor in the beginning of Ragnarok, when he's all beat up and kind of ready to Your come home. Thor now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm ready to, to come back home for a few weeks before we take our break, but I'm tired. Late you shift. <laughs> Listen When's here. the wedding? When's the wedding? When's the wedding? No, it's over. Uh, it was fun while it lasted, but I'm done. All right. Well, if you haven't guessed, that's baby Huey as well. So we're still 75%. But because features, we just swapped features from our at this one. So what will soon be all of us together. It's going to happen. By the time we go on our Odin sleep break this year. Odin sleep break. We don't have Comic-Con. What do we need? Odin sleep break. We're taking an Odin sleep break. What? <laughs> you haven't even been on the show. You've already taken you, your break. How are you coming on the show for the first time in, in a long time to then go? Oh, I can't wait for a break. <laughs> I got a break from you, but I can't wait for an actual holiday break. <laughs> First time ever for you, I think, right? First time ever in my life. I won't be working retail for holidays, so. That's nice. But All right. It's the, what day is this? It's Friday, the Friday show. <laughs> All right. So first off, let's just, let's, what's going on? I just had to get one of those in there. Um, hey, hey, what's going on? <laughs> what's, what's going on, baby? I'm here. What's going on? Okay. So you might have guessed that there was a big topic we did not mention at all on Wednesday. There was probably the biggest news story that we just on purpose skipped. And I'm sure you can all guess at this point, if you've seen the image that we have, what that is. That Spider-verse. Michael Keaton has not signed on for the Flash movie? No, but can we just save that for next Wednesday, please? Stop oh. taking away our news topics early. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't no. listen to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> of, course, of course you didn't. <laughs> no, uh, well, what? We, we wanted to spend, because we felt like this needed a full show, we wanted to spend today talking Jared about Future State. Back? No, <laughs> stop! Stop it. <laughs> stop it! These are things we'll talk about next Wednesday. Stop it. <laughs> How do you come on and ruin everything? <laughs> That's Mauer. So we're gonna. We want to talk. About... No, I'm just saying it in case you're about to spoil something. How? How am I going to spoil something that's not going to be out until 2021? You've done Stranger Things. That's what. <laughs> you were so out of it, man. Right. What are we talking about? He's just here, so he's. I said it already. We're talking about Future State. Way to ruin this intro, man. <laughs> You've had it too easy for too long with people not giving you a hard time. 
So I've no, got, that's fair. I've got to. That's fair. <laughs> ruffle your feathers and get you flustered <laughs> and, and just break everything apart. Yeah, and you've done a great job in the first couple minutes. It's good. It's good hearing your voice again. <laughs> Why? Thank you. So, what are we talking about? Future state or uh, the the future five G state. Five, so after the fake five G that never happened, future five G state. After reading about this, I don't think it's truly what they were going to do with five G. I think it's condensed. <laughs> um, I think five G was going to be the the main continuity. I think they took some cool ideas and then had writers say, you're not going to have to be connected to anything. Take this idea and run with it rather than try and weave everything well, before, together. Before we even get into any of that, let's just give a quick, what is future state? And then we'll talk about our theories because look, we're never going to have a definitive answer, but then we'll talk about what's leading up to it. The things that you should be reading, getting used to it. And then what to expect with what future state is. So real quick, Mauer, since it's been so long since we've heard your sultry voice, what, uh, what is future state? Future state will be a two month mini series with some standalone books and anthologies going from January and February of 2021. Uh, jumping forward after the events of uh, black metal, death metal, death metal, you know, death metal, You're grindcore wow. metal, uh, thrash metal, the the crisis event metal. that is not being toted as a crisis event. <laughs> yeah. That one, yeah. Um, but you're gonna get two months of stories that are an alternate future, uh, that are just gonna be temporary, and then we go back to the normal. We'll continue the 2020 storylines. It's very reminiscent of all new, all different Marvel, just shorter. Yes. That's, that's what it feels like. It feels so if you go back and listen to very old shows or hear real fast, if you weren't aware, uh, when they, when the Marvel multiverse went through its shakeup with Secret Wars, uh, after the events of that, we were supposed to get a re almost a rebranding, the closest thing to a reboot we would have ever gotten with Marvel, introducing new versions of every character. So that's where Jane Foster's Thor came from. That's where Falcon Cap came in. That's when we had three different Spider-Men. That's when uh, uh, Agents of uh, 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 the new Nick Fury essentially was um, was Captain America with Steve Rogers. Uh, it's where Riri Williams came from. That's where the Ironheart story line came from. But that was a retelling or a revamp of n classic characters with new people taking up the mantle. And that's essentially what we're getting with all of the main uh, DC heroes. I, so I wish they would have just called it like Elseworlds. Else Elseworlds. <laughs> yeah. Like continuity Elseworlds. <laughs> um, because that's what they do so well. And even if this is tied to what's going on right now, by the end of it, they're going to be like, oh, here's this button. Well, we exist still, but you go back to normal. Well, I think this is a litmus test because at the end of the day, the, there's two different timelines that this is taking place. So there's the immediate future and then there's the long-term future stories. So we're getting two different uh, jumps into the future with future state. Uh, but to, let's, do, let's just take a second to do a little history on what, potentially led up to this with Dan DiDio uh, and the AT&T massacre that happened over, over at blood DC bath. Comics, the bloodbath. Let's talk about numbers. <laughs> um, so for a little bit there, there was all this rumor of, and it was an actual leak, by the way. It was a leak that happened at a convention that was supposed to be what's called the 5G event that was never officially announced. So it was something that never actually happened. It was just a name that we've thrown around. You've heard a million times over if you're in the comic world at all. The 5G event for DC was supposed to shake up everything. We were supposed to get a new version of essentially every character. The first um, so ever comic book phone. <laughs> the what? What? 
the you know DC comic book phone. You know, oh my God. they were releasing new technology. It was going to be their first 5G phone. Holy crap. Are you ready for this? <sighs> are you ready? Yeah. And a one and a two. Earth two! I got the joke, but it was still that bad at Earth one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that was what 5G was. We were supposed to get a revamp of all the different characters. And this uh, was and like a leak of a note of a picture that somebody isn't that it how was they the name? It? it was. It wasn't even that. It was the name of an of uh, of a panel that was supposed to be at a convention. And the we, only time somebody actually mentioned it by name was Jim Lee saying, "No, it's not happening." And if we've known <laughs> anything, any major company uses nothing but code names for everything. But if you remember, when they were originally, this all came about, and I think it was actually your joke, Mauer, where they were talking about uh, 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 Pattinson taking up uh, the new Batman role, and it was, there was the idea that DC had a, all these new movies coming out, and then at the same time, they were going to make books that didn't have any of those characters in the books. Yeah, it's, it was just weird. It was a very weird idea. It was it was a kind of a, it was a Dan DiDio brainchild who then also got fired, and a lot of people believe that it's because of this. Uh, but there's a lot of hearsay. Well, well, that's I guess the best way to put it. That there was so much work already done on the quote unquote 5G uh, reboot that they couldn't just throw it away. Like AT and T wasn't able to just come in and say, "No, we're not doing this." and then fire a lot of the executives, and then they were just going to keep the stories going because they already had contracts that were signed. And one of the big things about Future State was bringing in fresh blood as far as who is going to be doing the writing. So they're pulling people from movies and television and animation. They were pulling from all over the place to fill in a new like a new status quo for writers. Which so is it wasn't weird. just Joshua Williamson. It was also, uh, who's the, um, oh, now I can't remember, John Ridley? Uh, right. who's the screenwriter for 12 Years a Slave, which was a big deal getting him to write a comic. Yeah. Um, and then there's uh, the guy who did uh, all of the newer Young Justice cartoons. Well, the writer of that is also doing a book. So there's, they, they brought in a lot of new uh, talent that's never really been involved in comics before. So that was the big shakeup behind the scenes, not only the characters being revamped, but, but they already got paid. Like they but already this did was their weird work. because they had already spent the previous two and a half, three years locking down the best comic writers in the industry. Mm -hmm. They already have the best. All they, they need to Donny do <laughs> is let them, one, and I hate to say this, get rid of, you know, Mr. Ultimate Universe, which he's done Superman. He, his time has oh, passed. Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah. Well, and um, he's still around. He's still doing a couple books. And like I said before the big break, I really think he's just... The, the near life, near death experience really changed, you know, his, he wants to get things done fast. He wants to do as much as possible. But before his step into the DC world, every book they put out was phenomenal. Oh, I agree. I agree. And yes. I feel Rebirth like they, was in, they so squashed well. a lot of ideas because of him. Dan DiDio then took a moment and goes, okay, this is my opportunity to change things. And unfortunately... The direction they decided to go was not good. And again, this is all guessing because no one's going to, no official DC memo came out saying, this is why we fired everybody. Like AT&T hasn't come out saying this was what happened, but it <laughs> makes sense. And this is kind of a cool way to do it because it's a litmus test. It's a, it's an easy way to find out if any of these new characters have staying power. 
right? Where Marvel annoyed all of us by giving us multiple versions of the same characters with all new, all different, like having to worry about Thor and unworthy Thor, Invincible Iron Man and Riri Williams Iron Man. Uh, the, there was Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and Spider-Gwen. There was um, Sam Wilson's Captain America and Steve Rogers' Captain America at the same time. So there were so many things happening that was repetitive. Where this, we can do two months, see if you like it. If so, cool. If I, not, I think this is more twenty ninety nine than all new to all different. Oh, cool! I like that. Okay. Like I have a feeling I, that I this saying. is going to be a more thought out version of twenty ninety nine because they're giving us all this super future and all these character changes and new origins and you know. The characters that we love are still involved in it, just older. But instead of 2099 going on simultaneously with everything else that was going on in Marvel, they're taking their winter break and saying, here's all these stories. There's some anthologies. So you can buy one book and get a bunch of stories in it. Enjoy this while you have some time off. Come back to us when we have your other stories going on and go, man, I really wish we had more of X, Y, and Z. And then go from there. Yeah, well, think about it. If you were doing, say, okay, so if you were Dan DiDio, you're, you're Marvel, and, or excuse me, DC Entertainment, and you've been working on Future State or 5G or whatever the hell you want to call it, you've been working on that for a bit, and then AT&T comes in and shuts you down and says, no, go back to the way it was. They don't have anything prepared for that. They can't just go back. They have, they have it takes time to write and draw and get all this stuff done. So using this as a buffer, because they even said that at the end of this two-month period, once this is done, they're going to finish stories that are going on now in 2020. Yep. So I, they're going to go back and finish older stories as well as set up the newer ones. Spoiling news for next week, but I think it really is tied to this. DC going down to the single distributor and changing their rules with ordering. So them going down just to Lunar, having a $500 a month minimum, which is nothing for comics because it's all based on their face value too. I have a feeling this is allowing them to say, here's our new distribution. It's a limited amount of books. Here's what you can do with it. By the way, if you don't sell them, return them. We'll give you full credit back. If you would have listened to yeah. uh, our Wednesday show, you would have known that's how we opened it. But okay. <laughs> it wasn't in the notes. It was oh, absolutely it was, it was the, the first thing in the notes. First thing in the notes. <laughs> Thanks, thanks for paying attention. Uh, okay, so let's um, real fast. Uh, let's just talk just briefly because I don't want to spoil too much of this, and it's not over yet. But death metal, uh, death metal is playing a very big role in this, and I think I think the reason again, no one knows this for sure, but I think the reason that it hasn't been classified as a crisis event. By the way, Mauer, uh, or you know what, Baby Huey, you haven't said much. Baby Huey, what's a crisis event? Uh, it's. <laughs> Every time DC wants to do something big, they call it a crisis. Uh, Anytime it's a reboot, really. Uh, kind, yeah, kind of, yeah. When Anytime they, it changes change the, the status quo. Right. Except for, except for Convergence. Convergence crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Which will we just act like Convergence didn't happen? Well, hell, even uh, Heroes in Crisis didn't change anything, really. Well, Heroes in Crisis just used the minute. name. That wasn't that wasn't the same as something that affects usually if a story affects the multiverse. So there was uh, and this is and this is a big True. deal for uh, uh, death metal. But there is Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is what destroyed the multiverse. Mm -hmm. Then you had uh, Infinite, Infinite Crisis, Crisis, which is where what brought the multiverse back. And then you had Final Crisis, which made the heroes aware that there was a multiverse in the first place. Then you had Rebirth, which really didn't affect the multiverse as much. It just, just kind of brought old continuity. 
It just merged old continuity <laughs> and new continuity. And then you have Death Metal now, which actually uses the three crisis from the Dark Multiverse to power the the creator of all, Perpetu uh, Perpetua. Perpetua. Yeah. So that's part of the the um, the Darkest Night, I guess we'll call him now. I, I thought you were going to say it powers Todd McFarlane. <laughs> because his everything his toys right now are all from this and they're amazing the bat motorcycle is phenomenal uh in it the book's pretty cool it was very interesting seeing batman wonder woman and, and superman all go to different versions of the dark multiverse where events from the crisis uh storylines played out differently so like when for example uh batman i believe it was batman pretty sure it was batman goes to uh crisis or yeah crisis on infinite earth where the the uh the uh, anti-monitor won so it was just a void it was just nothingness and then when you went to see i think it was wonder what yeah it was wonder woman who goes to uh infinite crisis and that's where we find that superboy prime had won and not only has he won it was like latveria and dr doom like the world was a better place like what he wanted was actually good for the world. It just was more of a dictatorship because you just you couldn't fight Superboy Prime. <laughs> and then you move it was into Mauer's world, right? That's the that's, that's Mauer's version <laughs> of the Dark Multiverse, Infinite Mauer. Uh, then you have uh, then you have Final be Crisis. Very organized. You... <laughs> I, I, everybody would be working hard. Well, that's where you meet Ultimate Darkseid, which is something that is kind of confirmed and not confirmed at the same time, that all the versions of Darkseid that we've ever seen aren't the real Darkseid. So the Darkseid you see there. By the way, how messed up is it that his throne was the Green Lantern always continually putting up a ring for him to sit on? And his arm, the, uh, the, the chair, the arm um, for his chair were uh, Wonder Woman and Supergirl holding his arms up. That's like, crazy. That was his throne. Um, but yeah, so those... Uh, all of those were, were getting what's called crisis energy, which was powering Perpetua. I don't want to go into too much of this because it just gets so convoluted. But um, that is what we know now is the, dar the, the Dr. Manhattan powers that uh, the Batman who laughs or the, the darkest night has been going after. He now has them. So he is fully powered as Dr. Manhattan. And he and she said, and now we have the final 52. So now he's going through and finishing out the final 52 universes that are left from the multiverse. Um, and so when this ends, Future State's supposed to start. But what's kind of cool about Future State is it's not like this dystopian future that we're so used to when we get these future kind of stories. Mm -hmm. Going back to Maurer's point with it being like 2099, it just seems like a, like it's a, a future of where superheroes aren't failing. Yeah, like and it's not like... Not like you know the death and destruction that we've seen with like old man Logan and old man Quill and deceased and Marvel zombies like all these versions of the future where everything's just screwed. And uh, <laughs> I don't DC's know the uh, future end. The Superman future does seem pretty screwed. Superman. Okay, <laughs> let's. Uh, all right, let's go into what the new books are because there's a bunch of new books and they're, and they're they're tied around three ideas: the Bat family, the Superman family. I forget what the last one was. The Justice um, League, League family. Justice League. That's right. Let's start with Superman. because Wonder Woman can't carry her own family. The most annoying. <laughs> so, okay. So Superman, at the end of this, a so spoiler alert, I guess. I mean, it's in the, it's in the write-up for the- Spoiler from three months from now. Yeah, right. I guess. <laughs> it, so Superman, something's going to happen to Superman in the near future where humanity just like disowns him. Like they don't want him here anymore. So you're going to tell me that Superman, who has saved the multiverse on a multitude of occasions- and saved Earth more times than you can count, 
over his entire publication, one thing happens and the entire world is like, get out of here. What have you done for me lately? It was an yeah, international right. crisis. <laughs> like, what have you done for me lately? An international <laughs> crisis. So I'm assuming he goes to save something. It's almost like Civil War in the MCU. There's a chance. Or that- here, you use a DC one. It's a um, doomsday clock. Yeah. So it could be, yeah. You know, he gets ousted and he goes to War World. So. Which. So, it's, something, it's something to do with Mongol and Darkseid or something? It's basically Planet Superman. So if you think of Planet Hulk, but with Superman. Yeah, because he's a gladiator. And he's got to work his way up. And supposedly there's going to be some unexpected help for him there. But while he's gone, his little bastard kid. Okay, first off, Jonathan Kent's watch awesome. Your mouth. He's awesome, and, and he was you're right, awesome. Brian, Michael, Brian Michael Bendis did ruin it by making him too old too fast. I'll he, give you that. He was he, awesome. Now he's a bastard kid. Um, he decides that, you know what? I see Gotham. They're in shambles. They suck. Candor worked out so great. I'm going to do yeah. that to Metropolis. What a stupid idea. Wow. Like that, when I read that, I was like, <laughs> hold on. He bottles Metropolis? What is this? I hate that idea. And it puts him, and he, he's a quote unquote at odds with Supergirl. Who has got to be someone new, right? Because Kara Zor-El, Superwoman, is another book that's coming out. So it can't, it's not the same character, is it? You never know because we don't even know that if all these books are in the same continuity as each other. That's a good point. That's good. So you're saying Superwoman could be farther in the future where Jonathan Kent's is yeah. uh, like 20 years future, instead right. of like 100 years. Yeah, so Interesting. We, we really don't know. We do know that we're getting a new Wonder Woman. Yeah, Yara, Yara something. Yara Floor. She's, um, that sounds cool. I like the idea that she's like a legit Amazon. Yeah, like from like the rainforest Amazon, not <laughs> this island near Greece. So she earns the, the right to be Wonder Woman somehow. Yeah. And we don't know yet. You know what? This really does. It reminds me of like, uh, what's it, Miguel? Who's 29? O'Hara. O'Hara. Yeah. Like. Somebody that comes across that doesn't have a similar origins, like he's not, you know, she's not the same thing. She's not made from clay. It's not just going, here's this character with a very similar backstory to fill the place of the other one. She's going to have her own story. So I have a feeling if I have to call anything, I have a feeling this Wonder Woman might be something that sticks. Yeah, I like the new Wonder Woman. I do like that concept of it. Um, I- some of them I'm, I don't feel like I, I'm weird about the Batman uh, just because it seems it seems too much. And maybe it's on purpose. But that new Batman game that they announced, the Bat Family game. Right. Where, so Batman's dead. Spoiler alert. Well, <laughs> is he well, dead? there's two versions. There's Dark Knight, Darkest Night, which is the Batman story. But I'm guessing that's going to be the earlier one in the future. And then there's the, the Bat Family the one Batman. where he's dead. Or dead, quote unquote. I mean, I he think, could be in hiding. I think <laughs> Bruce Wayne, they keep saying Batman's been killed and there's a new Batman. I have a feeling it's still Bruce Wayne. He just, because he becomes what? The detect- dark detective? Right. But I think that'll probably happen earlier than the Batman story is. Because if you look at the cover art for the Batman story, it's the John Ridley cover art that we talked about before where Luke Fox takes over the mantle. Right. Like the fact that they haven't shown the new Batman's face leads me to believe they, they want the big reveal that he's black. But I think that's, that's already been spoiled a long time ago when they announced John Ridley was making a, a Luke Fox Batman. I do like his costume, though. His costume's so good. It's Orphan, all... but Batman. Right. Right. Awesome. <laughs> right. Awesome. There's nothing bad about that at all. 
<laughs> no, so I do uh, the dark detective though. Him just kind of saying screw it, like going all out, getting rid of the cape. Like that costume looks badass, and hopefully that's more of a noir detective book that we haven't seen in recent years with Batman. It's been so much of this multiverse and metal and all this other stuff with Batman that seeing him at a street level kind of grinding would be cool to see. Well, so here are all the here are all the Batman books coming. So you've got um you've got the next Batman, Future State next Batman, then you have Outsiders, then you have Arkham Knights, then you have Gotham City Sirens, and then you have Batgirls. And Batgirls is Cassandra Kane and spoiler, right? Yes. Yes. And their costumes look pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. The design all the designs are pretty good. Yes. I like the designs. Yeah. Uh, and then you also, for Dark Detective, you have uh, regular Dark Detective, then you have Grifters, which is, I'm sure, the Mauer's favorite. No one cares about Grifter. Uh, well, Mauer does. <laughs> one person cares about Grifter. And then it's okay. And then you have, uh, and then you've got Red Hood. And by the way, have you noticed that Joshua Williamson is writing so many of these? They I must have, have really loved his flash work. Yeah, I really think that he took, they took a chance on him for that flash. Loved he it. Amazing with Flash. He did really good. Yes, he did. Wow. So much so, it made the TV show. That's how good he was. He made, he made the Flash show early. But, but I'm most excited because you got some writers from Supernatural on there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, the writing for that, I've always said, has been really cool with intertwining. They really pay attention to fan favorite things, but don't hit you in the face with them. So, yeah, I forget her name that's doing it. Uh, give me a second. Well, while you look that Megan up, Megan Fitzmartin, I, okay. think, I think she'll be able to kind of honor the bat traditions while still giving us some new stuff. So then the, the mini series that we have coming is uh, Future State Batman Superman, which will, I guess will be the new Batman and, and Jonathan Kent. Uh, and then we have a new Future State Catwoman, Future State Harley Quinn, Future State Nightwing, who, by the way, that Nightwing costume looks wild. Yeah. All the armor that's can, attached to him. Yeah, it looks kind of neat. And then you've got Robin Eternal. Which is um, the one so, I'm excited for. Why is that? Because that's the Megan Fitzmartin one from Supernatural. Oh, gotcha. Is, is, gotcha, it, gotcha. is it Tim Drake as the Robin, I think? It's what, what it looks like. I was hoping Tim Drake would have been Red X. So, I think Damien is Red X. Ooh, I love that more. So if, if you're a, if anybody who's into that cult favorite of the Teen Titans cartoon, which is outstanding, uh, Robin takes over as the Red X. Uh, for a while, because he has to hide his identity, and he's working for Slade, right? He, well, they, they, could, they Slade. couldn't call him Deathstroke in the show, so he's Slade. Yeah. But he was working for Deathstroke. Um, but they're making that character continuity, and because that has that show has such a a long standing history and a, and a, such a cult following, that character being brought into canon is a big deal. Like CBR's done like eight stories on it being, <laughs> yeah, that's, being brought in. Already. That was one of those ones you're like, hold on, is that who I think it is? He's been in the comic before, but they've all been non-continuity. They've been Teen Titan comic books, and they've also been uh, like Elseworld type stories. So this is his first, I guess you want to call it continuity, because yeah, because they're saying it's his debut. And it was he in like comics spinoff of the show? Uh, he was in comic spins of all the show, and then like uh, some more Elseworld type stories. Well, so, not nothing in the main Prime universe. So the other stories that we have, we've got uh, Superman, World at War, World at War, which I'm I'm guessing is the Gladiator Superman. Yep. Then we have uh, Midnighter, which is a character I didn't think you'd see for I don't th again. <laughs> then you have the Black Racer, which I'm intrigued by. Uh, then you've got Mister Miracle's got a new book. Hmm. Then you've got the Immortal Wonder Woman uh, and uh, Nubia. 
who I'm not quite sure who that is. Now the um, the worlds those stories are all in one book. So because they're they're the oversized collections, so you're going to oh, gotcha. get comics with multiple stories in them. Uh, I love cool. the 1000 Superman and 1000 De- Detective Comics. This is super popular in Japan and Europe doing the anthology books. Like the mangas and stuff. The mangas and just uh, comic, like books in general, anthologies do really well. It hasn't really done well in the States up until we released those thousands. And we talked about it in depth. You know, is it going to just be old stories? Well, I have a feeling they're testing the the groundwork out here, the Walmart, what was it? Marvel did. No, DC did Walmart, right? Yes. DC. Yes. yes DC went to Walmart, uh, Walmart. They did. Okay. They were just the weird size. They were magazine sized, right? Yes, they were. So I have a feeling we're going to see a test with this. I wouldn't be surprised if this becomes our new annuals that you get these kind of stories, but in collective anthologies. All right, so just to fly through the last couple bits, um, we have uh, some of the other Superman-based stories. You've got the House of L. You've got Karazor L. Superwoman. You've got the Legion of Superheroes, still with Brian Michael Bendis. You've got Superman and Wonder Woman. Uh, Superman vs. Imperious Rex. And then you've got uh, another Wonder Woman book, where so I'm going to guess that's the, the new Wonder Woman. Uh, and Right. And then back to the Justice League books, which I'm not sure how I feel about it. We don't know a lot about the Justice League ones. I know the Green Lantern books sound kind of interesting. The Outer Rim Green Lanterns are coming from outside of their, their normal sectors. Um, and then just a brand new Green Lantern. Uh, but that's Justice League, which Joshua Williamson is writing. And then Justice League Dark. And then um, for uh, that's the, uh, the connected two for Justice League, yeah, right? The oversized one, yes. And then the oversized one for Green Lantern is uh, Last Lanterns. And Tales of the Green Lantern Corps. And then the Suicide Squad one looks interesting because it's Suicide Squad and Black Adam, but the Suicide Squad comes from Earth 3, which is where the crime syndicate comes from. So the Suicide Squad might be good? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how that works. It's a, they, they say it's an eerily familiar Suicide Squad, but from Earth 3. So I'm not sure what that means. Um, so maybe who are the villainous heroes, villains being <laughs> bad? Right. Right. <laughs> or being good because it's Earth 3. I don't know. Well, no, they already are good. That's why they're the villains. I don't know, man. Mm. <laughs> but then we also have, of course, an Aquaman book, a Flash book, Teen Titans with a brand new teen, a, a new set of Titans. And Swamp uh, Thing. A new Shazam book. And the, yeah, Swamp Thing book. Beep, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure about the Flash. Uh, dude, I don't know enough about it. I just know that Barry loses his connection to the Speed Force and Wally gets corrupted. Why does Wally have to keep being a bad guy? Because he sucks. <laughs> Stop it. You stop that right now. Well, the, the, the far future I, one, I don't know about that flash. You see that one with I the said, white hair? That I costume looks bad awesome. About, I've said nothing bad about it. The Christ costume here. looks cool. <laughs> stop it with Wally. <laughs> but the, the white hair, I, I feel like it's like Pietro. Uh, all like, I know is it looks cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and, look, all, the, all the costumes look awesome. I'm excited enough because this shake th- shakes things up. Like this is a, this is something I'm willing to support and buy a lot of these books specifically because I like the change of pace. Like I like t- them trying something new instead of these. What's a good way to put it? Stories that feel like they don't mean anything at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like I got gotcha. you. The book's over. And then it's just like, okay, so Batman's Batman, Superman's Superman, like, like that's it. We're just, we're doing this again for, like, we've done this for 70 years now. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to switch things up a bit. 
Well, so I like the idea, and Mauer, that's a really good call that it is. It's DC's twenty ninety nine. That's a very good call. Yeah, I mean, you you get the best of both worlds. You can still maintain your status quo and have your books go on as they are, but still have these alternate futures. Now that we're seeing, you know, Batman Beyond be able to come back into the current continuity when he did that, the future isn't always separate. When it's good, they're going to, okay, we're going to bring these characters back and have them go back and forth. I have a feeling in the next 18 months, the comic world's going to really change what uh, the expectation of their diversity and their story writing is to where we finally get a balance. It looks like it, it, in the end of the day, this seems like DC has finally figured out. We can't go all one way. We can't go all the other way. It's got to come up organically. So let's come up with a, a platform that we can do everything and still have these characters mean something to people without having to take away something else. Yeah. I like I it. I agree. I like it. And that's, I don't, I don't even want to go any further. I just want to let that be the, the end. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, I, that's I'm excited a, for it. So do I get to do it? Yes. Of course you do. Hey, Menti, do that thing. Hey, baby Huey, can you tell me the same thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> get your hand off my knee, Menti. Baby Huey, you Stop have it. some, uh, you have some shit on your shirt. Oh, oh wait, that's oh, just oh. an Eagles logo. Wow. Wow. A Dolphins fan said that. All wow. right. Um, okay. So you can find the show, Welcome to Fireside, everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside, your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. And if you liked what you heard, do us a favor, comment, like, rate, subscribe, share, all that jazz. It just helps other people find the show, which is a big deal. Um, so it, you know, the more we spread this out, the more listeners we get, the more we have a chance to have cool interviews again. So the better our content gets, the more that this gets out. So uh, if you like it, Little support, love it. All the support we've been given, love it. We appreciate you. Once again, I'm Menti. I'm Huey. And I'm Mr. Mauer. Don't forget to check us out on welcometofireside.com. Deuce. 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 Deuce.